And if we realize that it's not our job to carry all things in all ways, all the time, then maybe we won't find ourselves at that threshold, Yeah, you know, as much. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson, and Holly Gerth, writers and real life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected. So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together. Hey, More Than Small Talk friends. Last week, we talked about guarding our hearts. And this week, we are going to talk about caring without carrying. So most of us, I would say all of us, really want to take good care of our people But we all know what it feels like when we cross a line where that gets heavy and maybe we're taking on too much. So this week we want to talk about how to know when that happens, what we can do about it, and how we can love well without wearing ourselves out. (laughs) Okay, here's our confession question. We'd love to hear from you as well on this. What is the difference between caring for someone and carrying their load for them? I'm thinking about that moment where you take someone food after like surgery or a loss and you take them something because you know it's going to sustain them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something that they need. And then you love on them, you pray for them, you give them the food and then you leave. I feel like caring is like saying, all right, so now I'm going to take you back home with me and I'm or I'm going to lose sleep over this and I'm going to stress over this and I'm going to be checking on you every two seconds and I I think that there's a difference in serving and loving without taking it in and making it to where we're losing a lot of sleep. And I'm saying this, but like I do this, you know, (laughs) where I wrestle and I lose sleep for someone. And then I have to go, this isn't my job. Like I can come alongside them. I can love them, but it's not my job to fix it. So if anybody could tell me how to do that, (laughs) phone a friend. (laughs) What do you think, Holly? Yeah, what Jennifer was saying reminds me of the story of the Good Samaritan because he comes across this man who's injured in the road and he bandages his wounds. He takes him to an inn. He says to the innkeeper, make sure he's taken care of. I'll cover the cost. But then he continues on his journey. And that's always surprised me. Like I would have been like, all right, give me a room too. I'm canceling my plans. I'm here for the duration. Mm-hmm. And of course there are situations like if it had been a family member of his or something, maybe it would have looked different. But I just, I think that's interesting that the example Jesus gave wasn't let this completely consume your life, but do what you can and let others help. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't y'all love it, podcast friends, when we talk about <laughs> things we haven't figured out ourselves? But, that, but that's, I mean, that's the whole premise of what we do. Is, These are yeah. honest conversations. We're not coming saying we've got all the answers because mm-hmm. we don't. <laughs> um, but having a safe and sacred space to be able to like hash this out, I think mm-hmm. is important. And, and I'm thinking about maybe a different angle of this is that sometimes uh, carrying, and I'm in a carrying season right now, and I'm okay with it because it's it's needed. But there are times that in my life I have tried to carry to the point of enabling. There's some of our fourth chair friends out here who are living this, mm-hmm. 
they've been carrying and carrying and carrying for such a long time that they're carrying the entire load while others are not carrying even a portion of their own. Yeah. So like I said, I don't know if this is where we were going with this, but I can promise you there are people that are grappling with this right now. A hundred percent. And I feel like it's really important. I pay attention to like, what's my anxiety level? Do I feel like I'm sinking? And that's when I know I'm carrying too much yeah. or I might be taking on. And listen, there's things that we go through in our life where we have to show up and we have to be carrying, you know, for a season. And I think that that's totally what we have to do in that moment. But when I'm doing that in like every area of my life, I will not be carrying anything. I will be sinking and struggling. And that's, yeah. that's where I feel like the danger for me is, is when I'm doing that in a lot of areas of my life with a lot of people and not realizing that it might just be a little bit too much. Yeah. I remember hearing someone say once that there are two verses in the New Testament. One says each one should carry their own load. And then another one says, carry each other's burdens. Mm -hmm. So that's a little confusing, right? Mm -hmm. So they said the original word for load is like knapsack. And so it's possible to carry your own knapsack, your own backpack, your own purse, you know? And then the word for burden is like boulder. Like it's too heavy for someone to lift. And so that's like, that can be a helpful filter to say this thing that this person is going through Is it a knapsack or a purse? Is it something they're able to carry for themselves? And if so, then I'm probably empowering them by letting them do that. Or is it a boulder where it's not something they can carry? And in those those cases, we are called alongside each other. Yeah, for sure. I know that there have been people in my life that have helped me carry a heavy load before. And it's been beautiful but what you said at the beginning, Jennifer, is really powerful to me because, you know, I ha- I have had people show up at my doorstep and say, okay, Susie, you're going through cancer. And so here's a meal. Let me come in and worship with you. Let me leave green smoothies in your mm-hmm. refrigerator. You know, let me clean your toilet. But if they were still on my on my doorstep six months later, saying, let me carry all of this for you, I wouldn't want that Mm-mm. because we would have crossed all kinds of lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can clean my toilet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so maybe just knowing the difference between the seasons and also what God is asking you to do. Yeah. I I think there's wisdom there. And I'm thinking back to a photo of your, I think it was your sister and your daughters Uh after one of your surgeries. And and they were all all in bed with you. They were all in bed with you. And it was so sweet. And Holly and I were like, we want to be there. But you know, you you have that sacred space. Like we, um, yeah, Yeah. I'm mostly kidding, but I'm kind of not, you know, because we love you so much. But it's that moment of letting someone Heal and recover in a place that feels completely safe. Yeah. And you were with your safe people. Yeah. And they knew when to get out of the bed. And they wanted to be close. Yeah. Yeah. I I have that picture vividly in my mind because I'd had a double mastectomy three days earlier. And so for for my breast cancer sisters out there, you know, we (laughs) were celebrating in this season the being a survivor, and I've survived twice now. My girls. The very first time 
were only eight and nine years old. Mm -hmm. So they went through it as children. Well, the second time, you know, we're talking 30 years later. And so it is funny to see that they reacted in the same way, Mm -hmm. which is to climb in bed with me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They were eight and nine or in their mid thirties. So that picture is so vivid to me of, I don't know, the sweetness mm-hmm. of carrying mm-hmm. when it's done in a healthy way. Yeah. And in that picture, I have, I have my daughter, Leslie, is in bed with me, my daughter, Melissa. And then I had a granddaughter, Audrey, over on the other side. And then Elle, in that picture, is tucked under my arm. She's my oldest grandchild. And so she at the time was nine or 10, same age as her mama, Mm -hmm. my word. But anyway, so she's tucked under my arm and and we're holding hands. My friend Pam came in and started to climb in the bed. You should have seen my girls. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Exactly. (laughs) And it wasn't that they didn't want her in there. They were afraid she would hurt me if we put another person in. So anyway, yeah, what a sweet image to bring. Yeah. To yeah. Lie. yeah. Now, if they were still in my bed, yeah, I'm out. But <laughs> such a great reminder, too, that often what is needed is simply our presence. Yeah. You know, because I think we can it's also enough. get caught up in caring and like, oh, I have to do all these things yeah. or I have to fix these problems. And we forget, like, often what is most needed is just our presence. Yeah. To be with our people in that moment, to not take on, oh, I have to solve this problem for them. I have to make sure their life turns out okay forever and ever. Amen. And I was listening to a podcast this morning, actually, about that, about the power of attunement, that just sitting in the presence of someone and listening to their stories (laughs) is so powerful. So I think that's good to remember, too, that we often want to fix because it helps us feel better. Yeah. But what our people often need is just for us to show up. Oh, a hundred percent. So recently I was up all night with someone who was really sick and he's battling cancer. And uh, we went out on the back porch and we were looking at the stars. And it was beautiful in between these bouts of of sickness that was going on. And I didn't have any words. I couldn't make it better. I was praying. I was like, Lord, please, 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 please help him. But I didn't have any words. And honestly, he didn't need any words. Mm -hmm. I think words would have made it worse. Yeah. And so we just sat and looked at the stars together. But But the presence, being able to be together quietly, with no pressure is actually a really good gift. Yeah. And I'm just picturing like when we're carrying, our hands are full. Yeah. And when we're carrying, we can wrap our arms around someone. Oh, look at oh, you. Look at that. Holy girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we love to hang out with her, y'all. <laughs> they just come out of her. They're like, I mean, maybe look. I used to write greeting cards or something. Maybe Sometimes she did. it comes back to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I want to write that down. No, I want a sticky note with no. that. <laughs> so we talked in the last episode about how we know when we're reaching our threshold. What about in this circumstance we're talking about? How do we know when we're about to pick something up for somebody? Is there a way to tell? Do y'all have a sense when you're like about to go there and 
I think if the person opposite you is giving out all kinds of signals, yeah. like you need to back on yeah. up, yeah. that that's a really good one. Yeah. You know? yeah. You know, don't ignore those. If they say, no, no, I've got it. Yeah. I, I really do. I've got it. Yeah. Thank you, though. Yeah. Uh, hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hear that. Pay attention to that. Yeah. So being self-aware really helps in those moments, right? And not everybody is. And so I also get that. But most people know, even if you're not self-aware, you really care. But I think that that uh, line is evident and it's okay to be like, oh, and like, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to like step in or even just like ask them, you know what? I feel like that made you uncomfortable. So, you know, how would you like me to handle that next time? Or if you're like, okay, bye now. You know, just like dart out the door. But I think that's a tricky one. What do you think? Yeah. I think noticing, am I being present with my head or my heart? So my head means I'm like, okay, you know, let's make a plan. Let's do this and this and this. And sometimes that's needed, you know, because there are practical concerns. But if I'm leading with that, then probably take a step back and... And be present. And then I'm thinking there's the opposite situation, right? I don't mm-hmm. know if y'all saw the Parent Trap 2 movie, like yeah. back early 2000s. Anyway, the poor future stepmom is hiking with these girls who keep putting rocks in her backpack. Oh, and yeah. she keeps getting more and more exhausted. And she, yeah. well, she kind of deserves it. But <laughs> um, she keeps being like, oh, I thought I was in such good shape. And yeah. it's so hot out here. And this pack feels like it weighs a million pounds pounds and like that's the opposite right is that there are moments where you have people who are happy to hand you all that you will take and then some yes yes and that's the other side that i think we need to be aware of if all of a sudden a relationship or situation starts feeling really heavy all the time yeah heavier than it should given what's happening then maybe we need to just take a time out in the trail and check that backpack and say Has someone snuck something in there or have I, you know, with the best of intentions, taken on a lot of things that are making this harder than it needs to be? Yeah, Yeah, I I saw someone on social media say this the other day, and I just thought it was wise. It said, before you lay your heavy stuff on another person's heart, check in with their heart to see the capacity. Mm, That's so good. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, that's so wise. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can be selfish with our caring, can't we? And caring, like where we can make it all, you know, and it's not supposed to be about us. So I think that that's really important to kind of go, okay, like, is this going to be something this person can handle? Yeah. Or is this something I can handle, you yeah. know? But um, yeah, I think that's so yeah, good. Yeah, am I trying to offload because I don't personally want to deal with something that is probably mine to deal with? So. Yep. That's yeah. Wise. Yeah. Look at this. I'm learning. I'm learning through this yeah. conversation for I sure. I think it really comes back to we're designed for one another relationships, right? Yeah. Like I always picture figure eight in my head where there's this beautiful back and forth. And sometimes you need the casserole. Sometimes I do, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and there are, of course, relationships like if you've got a tiny baby, they can't do that. But in general, I think that's what we're called to. So saying over the course of time, is that the pattern I have of engaging with people? Or am I more tempted to be a carrier or more tempted to be someone who passes off things (laughs) to other people? And I think we can both, we all drift one way or another, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. saying over time, the pattern I'm called to is one another relationships. Yeah. 
Well, and we all have something unique to offer. And I love that. I recently was talking with two of my siblings and we were looking at this situation where we're wrapping around a loved one. And I look at my brother, Randy, and man, he's bringing, he's a fix it guy. He comes in and it's like, what do you need done? Yeah. And he just does it. He's like, I cleaned out this. I brought this here. I did that. And then my sister is just like, she's, she's just really like hospitality times 20. And, and it's like, how can I make this soft for you? How can I make this comfortable for you? And I know my part is to just be present and listen, Yeah, you know? So what a great team. And if we realize that it's not our job to carry all things in all ways, all the time, then maybe we won't find ourselves at that mm-hmm. threshold. Yeah. You know, as much. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Realistically, as much. Yeah, that we can do it together. And I think one thing that can come from too much carrying, at least in my life, and carrying all the things is anxiety. And so as we get ready to wrap this up, I wanted to share with you about two resources. One, I have a new devotional book, What Your Mind Needs for Anxious Moments, that is now out. And in case you missed it, Susie, Jennifer, and I were part of a Breaking Free from Stress, Worry, and Anxiety Summit that happened very recently. So you can find out about the book as well as the summit at hollygirth.com slash anxiety. So all of you out there who are caring and caring and doing all the things, thank you. Well done. We are with you and we will keep figuring this out together. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.